This is part four of Miracles of the Old Testament. Naaman's leprosy clings to Gehazi, 2 Kings 5, 20-27. When Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, the man of God, said, My master has spared this Naaman, the Aramean, Syrian, by not accepting from him what he brought. As the Lord lives, I will run after him and get something from him. So Gehazi pursued Naaman. When Naaman saw someone running after him, he got down from the chariot to meet him and said, Is all well? And he said, All is well. My master has sent me to say, Just now two young men of the sons of the prophets have come to me from the hill country of Ephraim. Please give them a talent of silver and two changes of clothes. Naaman said, Please take two talents. And he urged him to accept and tied up two talents of silver in two bags with two changes of clothes and gave them to the two of his servants and they carried them in front of Gehazi. When he came to the hill, he took them from their, la- their hand and put them in the house for keep- safekeeping. And he sent the men away and they left. Then he went in and stood before his master, Elisha. Elisha asked him, Where have you been, Gehazi? He said, Your servant went nowhere. Elisha said to him, Did my heart not go with you when the man turned from his chariot to meet you? Is it a proper time to accept money and clothing and olive orchards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and male and female servants? Therefore the leprosy of Naaman shall cling to you and to your descendants forever. So Gehazi departed from his presence, a leper as white as snow. The iron axe did float, 2 Kings 6, 5-7. But it happened that as one was cutting down a beam, the axe head fell into the water, and he cried out and said, Oh no, my master, it was borrowed, the man of God said, where did it fall? When he showed him the place, Elisha cut off a stick and threw it in there, and made the iron axe head float. He said, Pick it up for yourself. So he reached out with his hand and took it. The Syrian army was smitten. 2 Kings 6, 18-20 When the Arameans came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike this people, nation, with blindness. And God struck them with blindness, in accordance with Elisha's request. Then Elisha said to the Arameans, This is not the way, nor is this the city. Follow me, and I will lead you to the man whom you are seeking. And he led them to Samaria. When they had come into Samaria, Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men, so that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw. Behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. The dead man was raised by touching Elisha's bones. 2 Kings 13.21 And it happened that as a man was being buried on an open buyer, they saw a marauding band coming, and they threw the man into Elisha's grave. But when the body of the man was being let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. The Mediterranean Sea, Jonah Jonah is released from the great fish. Jonah 2, 1-10 Jonah's Prayer Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the stomach of the fish and said, I called out of my trouble and distress to the Lord, 
and he answered me. Out of the bed, belly of Sheol I cried for help, and you heard my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the deep heart of the seas, and the currents surrounded and engulfed me. All your breakers and billowing waves passed over me. Then I said, I have been cast out of your sight. Nevertheless, I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me to the point of death. The great deep engulfed me. Seaweed weed was wrapped around my head. I descended to the very roots of the mountains. The earth with its bars closed behind me, bolting me in forever. Yet you have brought up my life from the pit death, O Lord my God. When my soul was fainting with me, within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you, into your holy temple. Those who regard and follow worthless idols turn away from their living source of mercy and loving kindness. But as for me, I will sacrifice to you with a voice of thanksgiving. I shall pay that which I have vowed. Salvation is from the Lord. So the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah up onto the dry land. The Land of Israel, Isaiah, Destruction of Sennacherib's Army, 2 Kings 19.35 Then it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went forth and struck down 185,000 men in the camp of the Assyrians. When the survivors got up early in the morning, behold, all 185,000 of them were dead. The sundial returned 10 degrees. 2 Kings 20, 9-11 Isaiah said, This will be the sign to you from the Lord, that he will do the things that he has spoken. Shall the shadow indicating the time of day go forward ten steps, or go backward ten steps? Hezekiah answered, It is easy for the shadow to go forward ten steps. No, but let the shadow turn backward ten steps. So Isaiah the prophet called out to the Lord, and he brought the shadow on the steps, ten steps backward, by which it had gone down on the sundial of Ahaz. Babylon during the captivity of Judah. Three Jews in the fiery furnace. Daniel 3, 19-27. Daniel's friends protected. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury, and his facial expression changed toward Sadrach, Meshach, and Abed Abednego. Then he gave a command that the furnace was to be heated seven times hotter than usual. He commanded certain strong men in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abed Abed Abednego and to throw them into the furnace of blazing fire. Then these three men were tied up in their trousers, their coats, their turbans, and their other clothes and were thrown into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire. Because the king's command was urgent and the furnace was extremely hot, the flame of the fire killed the men who carried up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell into the midst of the furnace of blazing fire, still tied up. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king looked and was astounded, and he jumped up and said to his counselors, did we not throw three men who were tied up into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, Certainly, O king. He answered, Look, I see four men untied, walking around in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. 
Then Nebuchadnezzar approached the door of the blazing furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, servants of the host, high God, come out of there, come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the midst of the fire. The satraps, the prefects, the governors, and the king's counselors gathered around them and saw that in regard to these men, the fire had no effect on their bodies. Their hair was not singed, their clothes were not scorched or damaged, even the smell of smoke was not on them. Daniel is delivered from the den of lions. Daniel 6, 16-23 Then the king gave a command, and Daniel was brought and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom you constantly serve, rescue you himself. A stone was wrought and laid over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring, and with the signet ring of his nobles, so that nothing would be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting, and no music or entertainment was brought before him, and he remained unable to sleep. Then the king arose at dawn, at the break of day, and hurried to the den of lions. When he had come near the den, he called out to Daniel with a troubled voice. The king said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you constantly serve, been able to rescue you from the lions? Then Daniel spoke to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the mouths of the lions so that they have not hurt me, because I was found innocent before him. And also before you, O king, I have committed no crime. Then the king was greatly pleased and ordered that Daniel be taken out of the den. So Daniel was taken out of the den, and no injury whatever was found on him, because he believed in and relied on and trusted in his God. The Writing on the Wall, Daniel 5, 22-31 And you, his son, O Belshazzar, have not humbled your heart, mind, even though you knew all this, and you have exalted yourself against the Lord of heaven, and the vessels of his house have been brought before you. And you and your nobles, your wives, and your concubines have been drinking wine from them, and you have praised the gods of silver and gold, of bronze, iron, wood, and stone which do not see or heal or understand. But the God who holds in his hand your breath of life and your ways you have not honored and glorified, but have dishonored and defiled. Then the hand was sent from the presence of the Most High God, and this inscription was written. This is the inscription that was written. Nain, Nain, Tekel, Afarsen, Numbered, Numbered, Weighed, and divided. This is the interpretation of the message. Men, God has numbered the days of your kingdom and put an end to it. To Kel, you have been weighed on the scales of righteousness and found deficient. Pairs, your kingdom has been divided and given over to the Medes and Parisians. Then Belshazzar gave the command and Daniel was clothed with purple and a chain of gold was put around his neck and a proclamation concerning him was issued declaring that he now had authority as the third ruler in the kingdom. During that same night, Belshazzar, the last Chaldean king, was slain by troops of the invading army. So Darius the Mede received the kingdom. He was about the age of 62.